Hello, and welcome to Your Living Autopsy, a podcast dedicated to helping you dig in and unpack what's going on within so you can live your very best life. Let's get started. Hi, I'm Ashlyn, and welcome back to Your Living Autopsy. Last week, we talked about what ails you, what you're dealing with either physically or mentally on a daily basis. I told you about my issues with my allergic asthma and what toll it took on me during the years I was singing professionally. I told you about the shame I had when I realized I'd been picking at my fingers or biting my nails. And I talked about my severe anxiety. I asked you to answer a few questions about what you're dealing with. Like whether it's something you know of or suspect, if you've gotten a diagnosis, if you've shared what you're going through with anyone else, how you feel about what you're going through, and how you would feel if someone else was struggling with the same thing. I harp on this a lot, but I really do believe that sharing your struggles with others is the only way to go. I'm not saying have full disclosure and shout it all from the rooftops, no. Not everyone deserves to be brought in on your private life. I realize that. But the right people do. And those people can make such a difference. As well as you can make one for them. Why do you think there are support groups everywhere? Specific ones. Because people need people who understand them. Today is about the stomach. I swear mine just growled when I said that. Anyway, today is about the stomach, and I have a few ideas on how I want to do this. When I first outlined this podcast, because, you know, I'm the type of person who outlines a podcast, I was planning to talk about how important your gut is, how your gut can literally tell you if you're in an unhealthy situation, as well as help you make decisions. I'm still going to talk about it, but the thing is, I already talked about it a couple times already. I couldn't wait. My personal gut story was such a big aha moment for me during a really tough time. It was not a good environment, and my belly tried and tried to tell me. And then it helped me all over again when I was dating post-divorce, and I got nauseous when I was with someone who probably wasn't the right one for me. So if you've listened to this podcast, you've heard me talk about this. But I feel like it bears repeating. My gut knew I didn't trust myself to make decisions. It knew a little nudge was not going to be enough for me. Intuition? Psh, I didn't think I had one anymore. I don't know if any of you have ever watched the show Scandal, but Carrie Washington's character, Olivia Pope, always trusted her gut when it came to who she brought on as a client. I remember watching that and being like, mm, must be nice. Now, don't get me wrong, I used to have a heightened sense of intuition. It was almost annoying to me back then. But as life went on and I made some wrong decisions and found myself in bad situations, like on my 19th birthday for one, I questioned myself. And once I got divorced, any semblance of a gut feeling was absolutely blown out of the water. Question, do you know how it feels to be gutless? 
It is scary. It is like walking through a pitch black haunted house and I hate haunted houses. If you love them, great. Just pick another analogy that does scare you. When I was younger in Nashville, my friends and my boyfriends, they were all about going to these haunted houses during Halloween. And I was such a people pleaser that I went anyway. Idiot. One in particular that we went to was an actual abandoned jail, and it was awful. I knew crazy was around the corner. I knew I was going to see something I didn't want to see. And if we had a few quiet steps, it was only a matter of time before I screamed again. What did all that equal? Well, I was in fight or flight mode every single moment, even after we left because I was sure I would be the one to get chased by a freaking chainsaw. Okay, saying all that makes me really glad it's not October right now. I can't be peer pressured. (laughs) Anyway, I think I made my point about how it feels not to trust my own gut. I'm blind and sure of the doom that's headed my way, and I don't feel like I can control one bit of it. Truthfully, it's not a great way to live. But during some parts of my life, I just wanted to survive. If not being able to trust yourself is the worst, being able to is the best. I can say that now because I am dialed in after all the self-work I went through to get here. Toxicology and relationships? Yeah, I know immediately when something doesn't feel right or jive. I might not always know why I think so, but I definitely know enough to investigate it. And the biggest game changer for me is to follow through on that investigation and then to trust the results I find rather than to find a way to explain them away. Let's do a little how-to right now. How do you trust your gut? How can you know if you can? Well, I think it's pretty simple and it takes a little bit of trial and error. The moment you feel a little mm, stirring or like, you know what I mean. Something is different and you're super aware of it all of a sudden. Follow it. Put it to the test. That doesn't mean you tell everyone what you're doing. That doesn't mean it's a big to do. It can be super minor, but you have to nurture this gut feeling. You have to see if it pans out. Usually it does. I just forgot that. So the next time something happens and you just don't feel right about it, look into it. And if you're right, if your little instinct, whatever was cropping up, whatever made you feel a little off is correct, then you know that maybe the next time it happens, you can trust it. You don't have to do the investigation. You don't have to follow it. You can just trust it. And then it happens again and again and again. And before you know it, you're trusting yourself completely. You're trusting yourself to know when something is wrong or not worth it. And it might never feel easy to follow through with. For instance, you might really want to like this person. You might really want this to go well or keep going. You might really want this job. But in your gut, 
you know it's not going to lead you to where you ultimately want to go. How do you know that? Because you've checked your gut and you've followed your intuition enough to know that, unfortunately, it's probably right. Kind of like one of those parents who know better before you do. You can keep testing them. You can keep trying it out and see what happens. But that dang parent, I'm thinking of my dad right now and it's really irritating. That parent knew exactly what they were saying to you. My dad did not want me to go into a kid's group when I was younger because he said it was not what the right thing to do for me. All these years later, I know he was right. Your gut is that parent. Your gut knows better than you do because your gut doesn't have the heart and the soul and the emotions tied to it. Hopefully that helps you a little bit more. This whole podcast is meant to ultimately get you to trusting yourself. Why? Because you know yourself. Because you know where you came from. Who you are at this very moment. And where you want to go. Because all the other stuff isn't clouding your vision. This podcast isn't always easy. Meaning the steps aren't always the easiest ones, which is why I find that I didn't make them for the longest time. They weren't comfortable. Some of them weren't even familiar. Some of them were like a different language. But just like when you follow through with your gut and you listen to it because you know you can trust it to be looking out for you the most, it is worth the pain the growing pain. It is worth separating from something that you have felt familiar and comfortable with for a long time. And it's worth it because if you know where you want to go, your gut is part of the vehicle to get you there. So if you want to go there, you got to get there. Like I told you before, I didn't trust my gut because of all the other circumstances that piled on, the emotions I had, the beliefs I developed because of all those things. But I could. I really, truly could have the whole time. The question was, was I going to listen? Was I going to follow through? And that's the thing I want to make sure to leave you with today. You can start to trust it, but it's only going to make a difference if you trust it and do something about it and go in the direction that you really know is best for you, best for your family, best for your future. The difference is life-changing. It was for me. There are so many things in my past that I wonder if I had just trusted and listened and done something about it, where would I be today? And I'm not saying that I don't love my journey. I do. I'm very grateful for it. But you know, sometimes you just wonder, 
How could that have gone differently? Did I have to learn that lesson that way? (laughs) Did my life have to explode? I know in my gut that you can get here. Yeah, that was a little goofy and yeah, I wish I maybe hadn't said that, but (laughs) we're coming to a close with our first season and our 12 steps. And I want to make sure that you are armed with all the information possible. Let's do whatever you have to do so that you can trust yourself and be able to listen to your gut, your body, your mind, your spirit. It is all so helpful if you let it have its say. So let it. Next week is our final step in this season, the brain. Before I go, I want to thank my dad, Dan Huff, because he created the music for this podcast and it's awesome. And I also want to remind you that I would love to see you join us for our mini course on getting unstuck coming up on Zoom. For more information on the time, head on over to howtomoveonandbehappy.com. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you're getting something out of this and I know it will only get more interesting in our next step. Until then, I'm Ashlyn and this is Your Living Autopsy. And remember, today is done, but tomorrow is up for grabs. You got this.